It's story time by our favorite English author Enid Blyton, The Wishing Chair again. Chapter Twelve. Chinky is naughty. Morning school came to an end at last. Mister Grimm rapped on his desk with a stick. Chinky's wand. Attention, all of you, he said. Dinner will be in ten minutes' time. Anyone who is late or who has dirty hands or untidy hair will go without. Wings groaned. It's awful, he said to Peter when Mister Grimm had gone out. There's never enough dinner for everyone, so Mister Grimm just says, "Here, you, your hair is untidy," or "Here, you, your nails aren't clean," and about a dozen of us have to go without our dinner. What a dreadful school," said Peter. Why don't you run away? How can we? Said Winks. You've seen the high wall round the grounds, and all the gates are locked. I wish I could get out of here. It's a horrid place, and I really would be good if I could escape. Would there be room for him in the wishing chair? Do you think? Whispered Molly to Chinky. He's so nice. I'd like to help him, Chinky. So would I. Whispered back Chinky. Well, we'll see. Poor Chinky was one of those who had to go without his dinner. Mister Grimm stood at the door of the dining hall as each brownie walked in. Every so often, he pounced on one and roared at him. "Here you, you haven't washed behind your ears. No dinner. Here you, why aren't your nails scrubbed? No dinner." And when Chinky tried to slip past him. He hit him hard on the shoulder with his hand and roared, "Here you! Why haven't you brushed your hair? No dinner? I did brush it," said Chinky indignantly. "But it's the kind of hair that won't lie down. No dinner today for untidy hair, and no dinner tomorrow for answering back," said Mister Grimm. "Oh, I say that's not fair," said Chinky. "And no dinner for the third day for being rude." Said Mister Grimm, "Another word from you, and I'll cane you with this new stick of mine." He slapped the wand down so hard on a nearby table that Chinky was afraid it would break in half. But fortunately, it didn't. Chinky went out of the room, looking angry and sulky. Horrid, Mister Grimm. He joined all the brownies who were also to go without their dinner. Peter and Molly were very sorry for Chinky. When the pudding came, they tried to stuff two tarts into their pockets to take him, but the pastry fell to pieces, and their pockets were all jammy and horrid. Mister Grimm saw the crumbs of pastry round their pockets as they marched past him after dinner. He tapped them with the wand. Aha! Trying to stuff food into your pockets. Greedy children! No dinner for you tomorrow. Peter tried to snatch the wand away from Mister Grimm, hoping to run and give it to Chinky, but Mister Grimm was too quick for him. Up in the air it went, and poor Peter got a stinging slash on his arm. Fortunately, his sleeve was nice and thick, so he didn't feel it much. Bad boy! Roared Mister Grimm. Stay in after school this afternoon and write out one thousand times. I must not snatch. There was a little time before afternoon school. Peter, Chinky, Molly, and Winks had a meeting in a far corner of the grounds. Winks, that's my wand. Mister Grimm has got and is using for a stick," said Chinky. 
Wings whistled. I say, that's a fine bit of news. We ought to be able to do something about that. But what? asked Chinky. I'm so afraid he will break my wand, and then it will be no use. Somehow or other, we've got to get it back. Now listen, said Winks. A wand will never hit its owner, you know that. Well, what about being very naughty in class this afternoon and having to go up to Mr. Grimm to be punished? And your wand will refuse to cane you, of course, and surely you can easily get it back then and do a bit of magic to get yourselves free. Oh, yes, said Chinky, looking very cheerful. That's an awfully good idea of yours, Winks. I'd forgotten. That a wand never turns against its owner. I'll be very naughty, and then we'll see what happens. Then they all went in to afternoon school, feeling rather excited. What would happen? It would certainly be fun to see Chinky being very naughty to begin with, and even greater fun to see the wand refusing to punish him. Chinky began by yawning very loudly indeed. Mr. Grimm heard him and tapped hard on his desk with the wand. Crack, crack. Chinky, you are most impolite. Stand up during the rest of the class instead of sitting. Chinky stood, but he stood with his back to Mr. Grimm. Mr. Grimm glared. Bad pixie, you are being impolite again. Stand round the other way. Chinky immediately stood on his hands and waved his feet in the air. All the brownies laughed and clapped. Mr. Grimm looked as black as thunder. Come here, he cried, and Chinky began to walk towards him on his hands. He really looked very funny indeed. Winks laughed till the tears rolled down his cheeks. But Mr. Grimm didn't try to cane him that time. He told him to go and stand in the corner, the right way up. So Chinky stood in the corner, the right way up, turning every now and then to grin at the others. Mr. Grimm began firing questions at the class. Hands up, those who know why brownies have long beards. Hands up to those who know the magic word for disappear. Hands up to those who know why green smoke always comes out of chimneys of witches' houses. Hands up. He didn't even wait for anyone to answer, so the brownies just shot up their hands at each question and then put them down again and waited for the next. Peter and Molly thought it was the silliest class they had ever attended. And now, can anyone ask me a question I can't answer? said Mr. Grimm. Aha, it would take a clever brownie to do that. Be careful because I can answer it. You'll have to come up and be punished. Now, who will ask me a question I can't answer? The brownies had all been caught by this trick before, so nobody put up his hand. Mr. Grimm pounced on poor Winks. You brownie, can't you think of a question? Yes, sir, said Winks at once. I'd like to know why gooseberries wear whiskers. Do they belong to the brownie family? Everybody roared at this ridiculous question, except Mr. Grimm. He looked as grim as his name. He rapped with his stick on the desk. Come here, Winks. I will not have you upsetting the class like this with your silly remarks. And Winks went up grinning. He got three strokes of the wand, but it didn't hurt him, of course, as he had still got the spell in his hands that prevented the stick from hurting him. 
I've got a question. I've got a question. Suddenly called up Chinky, seeing a chance to get his wand. What is it? Said Mister Grim, frowning. Mister Grim, why do horses wear hooves instead of feet? Cried Chinky. Come up here," said Mister Grimm sternly. "That's another silly question." Chinky went. "Hold out your hand," said Mister Grimm. Chinky held it out. Mister Grimm brought down the wand as hard as he could, but dear me, he missed Chinky's hand altogether. The wands had simply slipped to one side and didn't touch Chinky's hand at all. Mister Grimm tried again and again and again. But each time the wand slid away from Chinky's outstretched hand and hit the desk instead, it was very puzzling indeed for Mister Grimm. The brownies were all laughing. So were Peter and Molly. Mister Grimm's face was so comical to watch as he tried to hit Chinky's hand and couldn't. I shall break this stick in two, he cried suddenly in a rage that gave Chinky a shock. No, he shouted. No, you mustn't do that. You mustn't. Why not? Said Mister Grimm, and he put both hands on the wand as if to break it. Peter, Molly, and Chinky watched in despair, waiting for the crack. But the wand wasn't going to let itself be broken. It slid out of Mister Grimm's big hands and shot over to Chinky, who caught it as it came. Ha! Shouted Chinky in delight. I've got it again, my lovely wand. I've got it. What is it? A wand? Cried Mister Grimm in astonishment. I didn't know that. Give it back to me. He snatched at it, but Chinky was skipping down the room, waving it. I'll give you all a half holiday. Yes, I will. See my wand waving to give you all a half holiday. Go into the garden and play. All of you, the brownies didn't wait. They rushed out of the room at top speed, shouting and laughing. Soon only Peter, Molly, and Chinky were left with Mister Grimm. Wings was peeping round the door. How dare you treat me like this? Shouted Mister Grimm, marching towards Chinky. I'll. Go back, go back! Chanted Chinky and waved his wand at Mister Grimm, whose feet at once took him six steps backwards, much to his surprise. You see, I've got magic in my wand! Cried the pixie. Ah, I may have powerful magic, Mister Grimm, so be careful. Come on, Chinky! Whispered Peter. Let's go and find the wishing chair and fly off. But I want my doll Rosebud before we go," said Molly. "And have you forgotten your engine and all the other toys, Peter? We must take those with us. Mister Grimm, give us our toys. Certainly not," said Mister Grimm, and he shook a large key at them. "See this key? It's the key of the storeroom which I've locked. You can't get your toys, and you never shall." We'll see about that," said Chinky. "We'll just see about that, Mister Grimm." End of chapter.